This is the Cade York Memorial Show. Welcome. Elliot, welcome. Well, thank you, John. Yes, this is a sad occasion. The Cade York era in Cleveland Browns football has apparently come to an end prematurely. A lot of fans, you know, I've been arguing with on social media, you know, they've been comparing him to Phil Dawson, which is sacrilegious enough. <laughs> they've also been calling him the Cleveland Browns, Justin Tucker. And I told one fan that anybody who compares him to Justin Tucker is going to make me throw up. I mean, the guy, Justin Tucker, of course, is the Baltimore Ravens future Hall of Fame kicker if they ever put kickers in the Hall of Fame, which maybe they shouldn't do. But if they do have a Hall of Fame for kickers, Justin Kick, uh, yeah, Justin Kicker is the greatest Tucker of yeah. all time, perhaps. You sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the guy is just a phenomenal uh, kicker, special yes. teams player. Yes. And, uh, the thought that we would compare our guy to Justin Tucker just really made me feel ill. And, and I expressed myself and said that, look, just because he can kick a football, a country mile is, does not mean that he is a complete special teams player. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're just way, way, way out of bounds well, on this let's, issue. Let's, let's talk about what happened today and, I, and I'll get right back to you just, just yes. to let the fans know. Um, so Cade York, uh, was was released today or was cut. And I guess it hasn't actually been official until tomorrow, but he will be cut or released. And in turn, the Browns traded for Dustin Hopkins, a veteran, 32-year-old veteran, who primarily has played with the Washington Redskins, a few other teams, and most recently with the uh, Chargers out in Los Angeles. And okay, so he's on his, he's on his yeah. way out here. And uh, so team you're not allowed the, the to washington redskins right yes yes the washington, put off right. the air come on man. well this is the Cade york memorial show uh we are tight and leading appropriate it might be the so. john and elliot memorial show if you're not yeah. careful <laughs> that's that's true so you know i'm gonna let you talk here and just right now elliot i just you know i've been ranting for the last week a lot on my show and um after before the game after this last post game and, you know, a lot of people have, and, you know, Cade York, you know, bless his heart. You know, I, I hope the kid will probably, you know, uh, he, he just has a mental thing right now. And the Browns just can't afford to continue with that. But I know, Elliot, you've got some thoughts and uh, ideas behind all this and how the Browns have handled this whole situation. And I'd really like to hear your take. Well, rightly so. Um, I, I've compared him to uh, a certain quarterback the Browns had in the past. <laughs> uh, Cade York has done a lot to earn this type of attention to, for himself. I said yeah. that if Johnny Manziel were a kicker, he would act like Cade York has been acting with all these tweets <laughs> at halftime and yes. self-aggrandizing statements. And he's really done a lot to anger the fan base and the sports writers and draw attention to himself. And if you're yeah. a hero and win games every week with your kicking, that's great. But yeah. if we're on a losing streak, the attention yeah. is negative, and this is what happens. Yeah. Now, um, I've made the point several times that I believe that kicking is all about learning to handle pressure. Mm -hmm. And I've compared it 
to being in the military, and I am an ex-military guy, and I can tell you that I was told that uh, my commanding officers explained to us, you know, to us recruits, yes, that, uh, you know, we don't actually hate you, but we are going to put pressure on you so yes. that you can learn to function under pressure. Yes. And that's all about what kickers need to do. Now, I, I feel that way as a, as, a, as a school counselor, but okay, back to you. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you need to be taught how to function under pressure, man. And that's the way it is with a lot of the, the uh, high-pressure jobs that are available in the U.S. military. They do artificial things, make you do push-ups, mm -hmm. and try to scare you, put you in, uh, you know, uh, uh, what you're trying to tell me, Elliot, is I would never have handled that situation well. But a I, lot I, of us, a lot of us, are not able to do that psychologically. I'm not saying that just yes. because I was in the military that I was a fit to be a commander or a green beret yes. or anything like that. But some people are able to thrive under pressure, and that they are trained to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, what the Browns have done, and this is not criticism of Cade York, but the mm -hmm. Cleveland Browns, mm -hmm. is that they have coddled their special teams players, mm -hmm. and they have not brought in competition for them, and I think that's a mistake. Why mm -hmm. don't we have two kickers and two punters in summer yeah. camp? Those yeah. are critical, critical positions, and it wouldn't be uh, any... There's no reason not to Well, in this case, too, Elliot... Just as I'll budge in here just for a second here, Dustin Hopkins was in a competition with the kicker Dicker. Uh, forget Dicker's uh, first name or mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, out there in Los Angeles. Um, and he lost the competition. Now, here's Hopkins is a veteran, 32 years old. Mm -hmm. They brought in the other kid and he outbid him or outdid that work um, out there in Los Angeles and thus. He was traded. By the way, he was traded for a seventh round, seventh round draft pick. pick. Yeah. So but anyway, importantly, yeah. mm -hmm. let's ask what a terrible thing happened uh, out there in, uh, I was going to say San Diego, in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. that they got to reduce their salary cap because they have a younger player with a smaller contract. Mm -hmm. So they reduced the salary cap mm -hmm. hit and they got a draft pick because they chose to have competition at the position yeah. plus they probably mm. improved the performance of both of those kickers sure by putting them under competition yeah competition is a good thing it is not a bad thing cleveland has taken a position that if you have competition at the kicker or the punter position yeah those competitors are the enemy of the state and you just can't mm. have that that's really a dumb thing we had the same problem at quarterback for years and years, and I think it goes back to Vinny Testaverde and Bernie yeah. Kosar, sure. that, oh, my God, the backup quarterback is the enemy, and we've got to avoid having a backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if the quarterback, the backup quarterback has any sign of having any ability, we've got to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's not the right attitude. Now, if you have, uh, you know, these, let's say you have, uh, let's say, four years in a row you bring in a challenger, at mm -hmm. kicker and he yep. doesn't pan out and you release him. Yeah. Well, you've got now people out there in the NFL that might hit the waiver wire at some point, And you know, mm -hmm. these guys, you know, you're friendly with them, you know, yeah. their characteristics. And if you need to pick somebody up, you know, if somebody has a pulled mm -hmm. muscle or something and you need to uh, pick somebody up, you know mm -hmm. who they are Yeah. and you can sign them. 
Yeah. Uh, now, you know, all of a sudden you're in a panic mode. You don't know who you're going to get. Mm -hmm. uh, and you have to wind up trading a draft pick. You don't know who mm -hmm. you're going to get at the waiver. So, wire. so it was thing. a year. It was a year ago, um, mid season. And I know Steve uh, Gill, our uh, contributor with the dog pound South podcast. He mentioned this the other day on our show that it was in that Sandy or the, the loss of the chargers game that Cade York missed a couple of field goals in that crucial game that really the Browns could have won. And it was kind of the downfall because he had been, uh, Steve pointed out, eight for eight after he did make the uh, game winner winning kick. Now, I don't know. I thought there were a couple games after the Jets or after the Carolina game where I thought Cade York got an opportunity or two. Like in the Atlanta game, I thought he had a chance to win it. And I thought there was another game where he had an opportunity to win it with a late, uh, maybe the Browns just didn't get into position to kick the mm -hmm. field goal. But I thought he was in, in at least one of those games where he was in position and missed it. But I might, any mm -hmm. for, for whatever reason, he, uh, you know, that was kind of the, the Chargers game. And it's funny now because Dustin Hopkins was with that Chargers team. Now he's going to be with the Browns. And he's an 85% uh, lifetime kicker. He's solid from inside the 40-yard line. Um, outside the 40, between 40 and 49, I think they said he's really good. Uh, I can't tell you per se what the percentage was, but it was much higher than what Cade York's would be. So mm -hmm. anyhow, okay. back to you on, on uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Cade York does have, you know, a great strength and has got, uh, you know, probably let's say top five in terms of range. He has uh, one of the, let's say the, uh, I forget uh, you know, the, the first, uh, uh, game that, um, he won was one of the top 10 longest field goals in NFL history. Yes. And so his highlight reel begins and ends with the, the, his, uh, first, uh, game winning kick. Yes. And then, you know, he got progressively worse as the season went on. So I don't know whether, uh, you know, success got to him or whatever, I think yeah. the thing that made me the maddest was when he showed up the coach where he had the opportunity to uh, try to win a game with a NFL record uh, field goal. Uh -huh. And he was going into histrionics on the sideline. Yeah. He tends to have done went for a fourth down. I did not like that one little tiny bit. Yeah. I think a rookie field goal kicker ought to shut up yeah. and, uh, <laughs> you know, come to kick when he's asked to, and he yes. has no business demanding that he be allowed to uh, kick a field goal well, and show up his coach. We don't a, need that kind no, of and as nonsense. a history as a history lesson, um, I mean, a lot of these coach players, these kickers that we're talking about right now, like Justin Tucker, these guys have not necessarily come into the league uh, gangbusters. They they it's taken a while um, to become a Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker was not, he made some misses and wasn't as solid as he is now with, with the Ravens. So there are, so, you know, Cade York has a good leg, you know, could they, the Browns bring him back? Potentially he, he was released or he will be, um, if he gets through waivers and whatnot, or team doesn't pick him up, he could come back to the Browns, maybe give a little bit more competition. And, uh, we'd be talking again about Cade York, but anyway, I digress. Well, yeah, you know, it's certainly true that kickers get better just like everybody else does with experience. But let's talk about Justin Tucker. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did Justin Tucker do as a rookie? He Not was very good. 30 yeah. for 33 okay. with a field goal percentage of 90.9%. Overall? Okay. Ne that's correct. 90.9%. Wow, okay. Now, his yeah. longest field goal was only 56 yards. Okay. Okay. And from the 50, uh, he was four for four. Wow. Um, uh, that's not Cade York. No. <laughs> Cade York no, was kidding. not as good. Cade York, as Cade York was four Mark for nine Parker. in the preseason. So, so. Cade York, <laughs> let's just run the numbers. The next, the Cleveland Browns, Justin Tucker, was uh, 24 for 32 for 75 percent. Yes. Now, I used to be a math teacher, so please trust me that 75% made is a lower number than 90.9%. Trust me on this, Browns fans. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. And then from 50 and longer, let's see. What do we got here? And I'm looking this up on the computer. From 50 and longer, yeah. he was 4 for seven. Okay. That's not as good as four for four. So the Browns, Justin Tucker was not as good <laughs> as the Ravens, Justin Tucker yeah. as a rookie. Okay, Elliot. Hey, we're going to pause for a quick break. When we get back mm. from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about this Cade uh, York being cut by the Brownies. We're going to look at a few other situations that have happened today with the Browns, some more releases and uh, talk about that and some other moves around the league. We're going to break here. This is the fanatical elves network. We are, we are having our Cade York Memorial show. We will be right back. Okay. We are back here on the fanatical elves network and we are honoring Cade York. We're having his K the Cade York Memorial show and before we finish talking about Kate, I do want to talk, uh, Elliot, about our new co uh, contest that we've been having with the fanatical or with the fans first sports network. I'm sure you love football, right, Elliot? I do. Yeah, that's why we're doing this podcast. Because I'm an addict, our... as a matter of fact. <laughs> that's right. So if you are an addict, then you need to go, <laughs> you need to go to um, our our new contest with fans first. They want you to go to contest. C-O-N-T-E-S-T dot fansfirst.com. And if you fill out their form there, you get automatically signed up to potentially win four free NFL tickets to a week one game anywhere in the country up to a value of $5,000 for those tickets. Fans First Sports Network, who we are part of the uh, fan, uh, Fanatical Elves Network, uh, Fans First Sports Network used to be part of SB Nation and Fox Sports. Uh, they've created this new podcasting platform, and they have some great affiliates across the country from the San Francisco 49ers uh, over to the, uh, let's see, we've got down there in the Miami Dolphins affiliate. We've got the Pittsburgh Steeler affiliate. Um, we've got baseball teams from the New York Mets. So we've got affiliate NBA teams like the Golden State Warriors, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Anyway, they have this great contest that you can join. If you go to contest.fansfirst, 
sports.com. You enter your name there. You automatically are entered to win four free tickets to a week one game. Those tickets will be um, announced. The winner, uh, they're going to stop the drawing uh, or stop the contest on September 4th, which would be uh, Monday, Memorial Day. And they'll be announcing the winner, I believe, on September 5th. So next, a week from tomorrow, they'll be announcing the winner. So please join us. Go to contest.fansforsports.com. All right, so we're talking Cade York. I know, isn't that great? Yeah, well, maybe we should move on from Cade York. I think we made a point. I think we've made enough. I I think Cade York does have potential. I just hope he learns from his mistakes. There are many of them. But I also think that the Browns are at fault. They set this up Mm -hmm. because they refuse to set up competition for Cade York. Uh, They've coddled him and done everything that they've done, basically, for Johnny Manziel by providing – Right, you know, too much soft treatment and uh, not enough competition. It's a mistake that they've made with kickers for the past ten years, and it's it's just not the right way to handle the situation. So no. I don't necessarily even blame Cade York. I think they they need to bring in kickers. There should be one on the practice squad. There should be one. There should be two kickers in summer camp at all times. I think yeah, it's now, crazy. I- just given the importance of a kick, kicker, yeah. they score points, man. Yeah, so you the can't Browns, have this one kicker. That's crazy. Browns it's made a couple. Crazy. They made a couple more moves today. They they were down to seventy six yesterday. Made a few more additional moves today that included placing guard Drew Forbes on this reserve non football illness list, and they also terminated the contract of guard Wes Martin. So those were a couple extra moves. Uh, with the Brownies today. I also talked yesterday, I wrote for Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders an article about yesterday's, there were several players that were released or cut, and the Browns did make a trade um, for Pierre Strong Jr., who I love. This kid is from South Dakota State. Yes. And he was drafted by the New England Patriots a year ago in the fourth round. He had 10 carries for 100 yards a year ago. The big game was against the Arizona Cardinals in a game out there where he was he got the ball five times. He scampered for 70 yards. One of those included a 44-yard run. He also scored a touchdown in that game. So I'm excited. I've seen a lot of film on him. I studied him a year ago when the Browns were looking to draft players. The Browns drafted Jerome Ford instead. But Pierre Strong and not knowing what Jerome Ford is going to do with this hamstring injury. I like the move by the Browns and uh, wanted your take on that and any of these other moves that we've seen the Browns uh, make over the last couple of uh, days. And by the way, tomorrow, it's Tuesday, uh, at 4 p.m. is the deadline to have the team's roster down to 53. So by my my math, we're still around 72 or 71 players. so the Browns have got to do something with about mm-hmm. 15 or 20 players. Anyway, Elliot. Yes. Yeah. I think there'll be a lot of bloodshed uh, tomorrow. Obviously <laughs> Pierre strong is somebody that the Browns needed. Browns were desperate for depth. Uh, this is another fight that, that uh, I've been waging my own soapbox was that the Browns did not have a replacement for Kareem hunt. I right. think that um, Jerome Ford is promising, but, he only had 12 yards from scrimmage last season. Right. That's not really, you know, that's not a knock on, on Ford, but uh, you know, that's not a proven commodity. Mm -hmm. I think he's a prospect, 
It's like a, a kid that has uh, hit 300 at AAA in baseball. And, yeah, we think he can play, but we're not sure yeah. that he can play. Right, right. And, uh, you know, Pierre Strong is also a pretty good prospect. And maybe, you know, between the two of them, we hope that. I mean, he uh, had 5,000 yards in college. He was just, he played four years there with the Jackrabbits. Love, mm-hmm. love, love that logo and that nickname for the San Diego Yeah, State. and he's got 4.37 speed uh, in the 40-yard dash. He's got some measurables there. Yeah, and, I thought uh, the Browns were going to pick him up. I was When that draft happened, I th- I think he was drafted after Jerome Ford. I think he was still available. No, no, no he, he was, was already gone. New England picked he, him up beforehand? He was okay. picked up in the fourth round. And uh, when did we Ford get Jerome Ford? Fifth round pick. Oh, okay. But, I thought Ford was a fourth round pick for the Browns. But yeah, but yeah, New England has a lot of running backs, and mm-hmm. so strong. Uh, there just wasn't uh, enough roster space uh, for New England. Yeah. Uh, so he was kind what of. What do you luxury. think about? What do you think of these other moves? I know you and I were talking off air about Drew Forbes. Um, and also the other, mm-hmm. the yeah, other Forbes will is, not be on the, on the 53 man roster. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, so he's just sort of, um, not there. Yeah. Um, the and they can hide him. We were saying like for four weeks that they put him on. The yeah. 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 I'm not really, uh, I'm a little bit confused about why that's, uh, permitted, but it is permitted. <laughs> Um, the, but, uh, he had a back injury during practice, and so I don't really understand why that isn't considered a football injury and why he isn't subjected to waivers. Right. Nevertheless, he is not subjected to waivers, and um, I don't think anybody would pick him up if he were. And I think now, the other are, the but, other player that was he was released was done. Uh, the was it the offensive lineman or deep? No, he was off. Yeah. I, mean, I think he'll be on the practice squad. I did not think that he was a threat to be uh, picked up yeah. on waivers anyway. Okay. I do not think he will, he will not be picked up by another team. I don't believe. No, I, I have think a, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's valuable. Uh, he can play in the NFL, but I don't believe that another okay. team will play him. Let me ask you this question. This is a question about a veteran on the team that I, I talked a little about, yesterday in one of the articles I wrote about Denzel Ward. It's, I believe it's this fourth or fifth um, known concussion. And again, you know, I guess supposedly he hadn't played in any preseason games the last couple seasons, but they tried it this time and he got dinged up. Uh, you know, the, there's a genuine concern out there. He's supposed to be going his second year into this extension of a contract. And yet he continues to be hampered by these, concussions and you know you get four or five of these mm-hmm, that does not mm-hmm. bode well i wondered i wanted your thoughts on denzel ward and where you think this ends up do we just continue to do what we've been doing with him well you know the thing is he has a very large contract yeah. and uh, i think there's a lot of funny things that happen at this time of year mm-hmm. uh it's possible that there could be some salary cap moves for players that have big contracts. It would not shock me if there's a uh, trade involving uh, someone like Denzel Ward Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't seem to make any sense that we would not get any kind of return for Denzel, Mm -hmm. uh, but they might clear some salary cap if they can move him. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Like, trade him for like a 
a six-round pick or something like that. That kind of trade would not make sense in terms of ability. Yeah. But it might make sense in terms of clearing cap room. So I think something like that could. I I just remember going back. Get made um, around I mean, the NFL. But when he's been on the on the field, especially that rookie year or two, um, I think he started back in 2017. Did any year 2018 with Baker? That's 2018. 2018. I mean, I the, yeah, he. he He's yeah. been really good. Last year, he was not very good. I guess, but he's been injured. Even back then, I can recall listening to other folks in sports radio talking about Denzel. And if you look back, even 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. 2020, yeah. there's always been something. He's been injured, and he's, you know, the role that he played last season, I don't know if they were trying to make him into Troy Palomalu and trying to to have him go for interceptions all the time or what. Mm. But I do know that he was running the wrong way on a lot of plays. I, you know, I'm just not a good X's and O's guys, Yeah, but I know that he was uh, exposed, you, you know, yeah. uh, so, not in terms of ability, but I'm literally running the wrong way uh, and not covering the guy that was getting the ball. Um, and I think that, that that was evidently part of the play that he was trying to get an interception and, um, and gambled and lost a lot, basically. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about a player that's not quite in the same category as Denzel, but I know you're probably sad about this too. Anthony Schwartz uh, was released, the uh, uh, wide receiver that just never could get it in gear. Um, well, no, wait a minute. Was he released? What was yes. this? Yes. Uh, well, was, well, well, yes. Wait, he a was... minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Let me look up his status. Yeah, he was released. Or he was released injury designation, but he was released yesterday. Well, um, that was the big news. Yes. I yeah, wanted- I think an injury designation, I think that means that they intend to put him on the IR if he clears waivers. Isn't that what that means? Potentially, so I, maybe. Yeah. So I don't um, think that that means that they want to get rid of him. I think that means that they want to. Well, he was uh, on the release list. Keep him. Okay, on the Browns list yesterday on their website, they sh- shared like nine players that were being released or cut, and his name was listed in that group. And it's listed as Anthony Schwartz, and then in parentheses it says injury designation. So there might be a little bit more to that. Um, could they bring him back in the practice squad? Mm. Sure. Maybe that's what, the, like you said, they're trying to do. Yeah, I'm um, not sure. I'm not. To be honest, I just really don't understand what the um, injury designation means, whether that means that they're going to put him on the injured uh, reserve if he clears waivers or what that means. But in any case, I think that they might be interested in. We're going to have a lot lot more. We're going to have a lot more to talk about tomorrow. Um, We're going to provide another another show at some point tomorrow. Uh, the the 53-man roster will be coming out. I know Elliot and Joel have their Brownie Act show that will be coming up later this week. They'll be bringing you, uh, you know, more updates and and analyzing kind of where what has happened this week and tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have some surprises and some things that go on tomorrow that we don't know today. And so we'll, we'll be uh, excited to bring that to you. No, I've um, predicted everything in advance. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, Actually, I, what I, what I yeah. want to have happen 
what I want to have happen is I'd like to pick up a field goal kicker on the practice squad. Make me happy, Browns. Get some competition. I mean, it's really too late for Cade York. It would have helped him a lot if you had just provided a competitor to keep him on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And that would have helped him more than anything. The the attempt to coddle him and and prevent him from being pressured did the opposite of what you intended to do. That was yes. just dumb to try to protect him from pressure. It doesn't work. He's got to just learn to deal with pressure, bring in a competitor for a kicker and have somebody uh, available at all times to be a second kicker to provide competition. It's good for him. Yeah. Good for the team. And kickers score points. You got to have one. You got to have two. Yeah. <laughs> well, Elliot, I appreciate you being on tonight. This is our Cade York Memorial Show. And uh, we are happy that uh, we're, we're sad, but we're happy that you're here with us, Elliot. And uh, we uh, like to bring you all the up-to-date news here on the Fanatical Elves Network. We will be on again soon. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter or the new X Facebook Facebook. Uh, TikTok. We're on YouTube. So follow us along. Hit that subscribe button and follow. And uh, we'll hope to talk to you very soon. Go Browns. Cade York has been cut by the Browns. We'll have more news in the coming days. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. Tuesday, the Browns are supposed to get down to their 53-man roster. Elliot, appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, good luck, Cade. Hope that it works out better for you next time. Learn from the experience. All right. Take care, everybody. 